new from the Fox News Podcast Network. I'm Emily Campagno, and this is the Fox True Crime Podcast. And I had nothing to do with her disappearance. I sit down with the people who lived the nightmares. I was in shock. I was just devastated. The investigators who tirelessly worked on the case. And I really hope that they can catch this guy. Bringing you closer to the story than you ever thought possible. Listen and follow now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. These are the stories that keep you up at night. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ahoy, ahoy, get on board the Viking ship. This is Purple Mafia. This is episode number three. It is Sunday, May 18th of the year 2008. Again, episode three of Purple Mafia. I am your host, Paladino Joey, and we are here on thesportstuff.com. The host of all these great shows, great podcasts, thanks to executive producer Dylan Richardson, who is the man, and we love him for that. Now, we're also available on iTunes, and I believe, well, we're not on Mediafly yet. Paladino Live is, but um, Purple Mafia, not quite on Mediafly yet, but I want to thank each and every one of you, by the way, for downloading Paladino Live on iTunes and on the front page of thesportstuff.com, or on just the website, thesportstuff.com, basically, uh, man, I am very, very happy with the response that I've been getting from you listeners out there, and just two episodes in, two episodes in, we have already tripled the ratings of Paladino Live, we're already the, I believe, the fourth or fifth highest uh, rated TSS show on iTunes. Good grief. I mean, thanks, guys. I hey, Thank you so much for your response. I really appreciate everything. I'm just so happy. Now, if only I could get you guys to interact with me, because I know you're out there listening. Now i got to get you to interact. Um, the MySpace doing great. Purple Mafia. It's uh, myspace.com forward slash Purple Mafia 28. Myspace.com forward slash Purple Mafia 28 is the official MySpace for Purple Mafia, and um, 90 people, 90 friends on there, that's great, let's keep them coming, I want you guys to keep coming on board, to get on board this Viking ship, baby, as this is just going to be a fun ride this year, and this show is going to be a fun ride with the way you guys are responding, and again, just thank you very much, and uh, all you out there who have friends that are Viking fans, get them on board, bring them on board, there is no limit, we want to get as many fans on board, let's have some fun, and let's get this show rolling, baby, let's rock and roll. Now again, I did mention that we are on the sportstuff.com, is, uh, of course, without that, there is no Purple Mafia, and uh, or Paladino Live, which is the, the, uh, the main show, the show that owns this one, basically, um, well, on the sportstuff.com, 
We do have message boards. They are at thesportspodcasters.com forward slash boards, thesportspodcasters.com forward slash boards. Otherwise, on the front page of thesportstuff.com, there is a TSS boards button on the upper right-hand corner. Simply click on that, sign in, and join. Join this rising website as we would like to get as many members as possible. It is 100% free and 100% fun. It is completely worth it as we're all just a bunch of good sports fans. Now, also, we do have a call in line. A call in line. It is 916-912-4263. 916-912-4263. It is a voicemail. All you got to do is state the name of the show that you are calling from. Of course, leave your name. Definitely leave your name because I want to have some idea who I'm talking to, even if it's just your first name, like Jack or or something. Or if it's Dante, Dante Culpepper calling in saying that, uh, I want to come back or something. No, I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen. But no, simply state your name, which show you are addressing. So say, I'm Jack, I'm calling for Purple Mafia. Um, and make your comment, your opinion, your, uh, praise, your, your disgust, whatever it is. We'd love to hear from you. Even some trash talk from, say, a Packer fan, Bears fan, whatever. Who cares? You know, you're not going to win the argument this year. That's all I got to say. No, <laughs> that's about it, though. I mean, um, it's just, yeah, to me, it's pretty simple. Who's going to, who's the favorite in the division other than maybe Green Bay still has a shot? But yeah, that's beside the point. The, uh, the sportsstuff.com, the main page of Paladino Live and Purple Mafia. And, uh, yeah, lots of great shows on here. Check them out. Uh, definitely stay with my, my show though. Most importantly, don't be, don't be abandoned in my show if you like other shows. Listen to all of us. You know, let's have some fun. Now, with that, I'm gonna take a quick break and we're gonna get right on board into Viking Talk. What's up listeners? This is Farzine. I am the host of the Chiefs End Zone Show right here on thesportstuff.com where we cover the Kansas City Chiefs, give our opinions, and Go deep inside with the Kansas City Chiefs right here only on thesportsstuff.com. We encourage you Chiefs fans, you loud Chiefs fans out there, to get on the show, voice your opinions, get on our boards, and talk with us. All listeners, including Bronco fans, are allowed in our show. So be sure you check out the Chiefs End Zone Show right here on thesportsstuff.com with me, your host, Farzine. Here on thesportstuff.com, don't forget to check out Paladino Live, where we are never one-dimensional. We'll focus mainly on Minnesota sports, but we'll venture into other teams and other topics as well, including old-school video games. We're available here on thesportstuff.com. Click Paladino Live, or also catch me on iTunes. Simply search for Paladino Live and listen, because we're worth it. And we are back here on Purple Mafia. Again, this is episode three, and we are ready to rock and roll. Now we're going to get to a uh, phone call from our from our buddy Farzine very shortly. Now, first of all, the uh, the aforementioned show Paladino Live. Again, you got to check that out because that is the main uh, show for myself, Paladino Joey. Uh, I know a lot of you guys out there are Minnesota sports fans, not just the Vikings. So Paladino Live addresses all the other sports teams in Minnesota, like the Timberwolves especially. That is my 
overall favorite team on that show. Um, and also we're going to cover some Twins in Minnesota Wild. Of course the Wild, but not as much now. So we'll get into some Twins talk on that show along with the, the Wolves as we got the, uh, got the draft lottery coming up this week. So that should be pretty cool. Now, definitely check that show out. It's worth listening to. And I want you on board. I want you on board. Now, after that, we're going to quickly get into a phone call from Farzeen. Hey, Joey, this is Farzeen calling in for Purple Mafia, and I wanted to ask a question about Jared Allen. My question was, the Kansas City Chiefs, first of all, let me start with my comment. The Kansas City Chiefs, they were number one in red zone defense, and they were number five against the pass, which is kind of surprising because we, we got guys like Pat Sertan, Ty Law, Jared Page, and then none of those guys were that great as defensive backs. The leading interceptor, uh, interceptor on our team was Jared Page with three. So, but however, the Chiefs still were successful against the passing game, and a lot of it was because of Jared Allen. And with the departure of Jared Allen, I don't expect us to be number one in red zone defense and number five against the pass again, or even close. Now without Jared Allen, that guy's a phenomenal defensive end that you guys got. Now my question to you is, although the Vikings do not have that great of a defensive back group, with Jared Allen, can they still become similar to the Chiefs from last year? Can they be a number top five uh, passing defense? Can they be number one in red zone defense? I just wanted to ask you that and how you think it'll all turn out. I'm out. Take it easy. And I thank you very much for that call, Farzine. Always great to hear from you. Definitely keep calling. You know, um, love love hearing from Farzine. Always good takes, always good thoughts, and he's got a fantastic show. Going to give him a quick plug. It's the Chiefs End Zone Show, that is what Farzine does and what he does very, 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 very well. He is one of the absolute top shows on this station, if not the top. He's definitely in the top two, so he just totally rocks. And, um, yeah, now... When he's talking about the uh, the Chiefs being the number five pass defense in the National Football League and having the top red zone defense, um, now I don't see the Vikings getting quite to that level, but I do see those areas, those areas improving dramatically. And I mean dramatically because there is a domino effect. When you have finally have a pass rush, when you finally have a pass rush, the defensive backs are going to look a heck of a lot better. Um, I wouldn't say our pass rushes was that bad. Like, our defensive backs are really that bad. I mean, Darren Sharper isn't necessarily a physical player. He's a ball hawk. Cedric Griffin, well, you know, he's okay. He's a talented individual who underachieved last year. Antron Winfield is an absolute star. I love him. He is somebody you don't hear about that much, but he is an outstanding, outstanding cornerback. He was my, he was the MVP of this team until Adrian Peterson was drafted last year in my Opinion, and I think a lot of people share that opinion. Um, other than maybe Chester Taylor in 2006, he was kind of a yeah, he was the offensive MVP, I guess you could say. Uh, you know, that was a pretty easily won award too <laughs> that year because that was our offense was even worse than like the Vikings last year in the first half. But no, with that said, uh, top five pass rush or uh, top five pass defense, no, but top ten, yes. Yes, I think they will be a top ten pass defense. I do. Round, you know, six, seven, eight, whatever, somewhere in there. Um, I like that a lot. I like the chances a lot. I think our red zone defense is going to be very good, Farzine. I really do. Um, because you got the great running defense with the Williams wall. 
you know, Pat Williams, the great run defense. You know, obviously, uh, Kevin Williams kind of does both. He's a great, uh, you know, he can get some sacks, and he's also a great run stopper. Uh, Roy, uh, Roy, Ray Edwards, I'm thinking of Roy Barker or Roy Williams. I don't know. It's all these names are getting kind of confusing. But, um, yeah, Ray Edwards is going to improve, as I've said, on both episode one and two. His sack total, probably going to get into the 10 range, I think. 9 to 10, 11-ish. I think he's going to take off. So, yeah, the past events will look gooder or gooder. Will look better in that sense. Uh, Jared Allen's going to get anywhere from 9 to 15 uh, sacks. And, uh, of course, that's going to really help the red zone because you're going to rush the quarterback and you're going to have the great run defense. So, yeah, the red zone defense is going to be top five. Yes, that I think will be top five. At least I sure the heck hope so with, with these players. I think, you know, I'd be disappointed if they're not top five in the red zone. Um, but, yeah, there will be dramatic improvement because our pass defense was has been below average since, what, 96 you know, well, I guess 98, it was, it was kinda okay because teams were playing from behind and were desperate because we were winning by like, you know, 30 to, 30 to 3 or something every game that year un- until a certain Falcons game in, in January of that year. That's just, don't want to ever remember that. That was 10 years ago already. So yeah, 10 years ago, we had this, this buzz and, uh, now here in 2008, we have some buzz again. And this time it's on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, except there's a lot more balance on this team, I think, than that year's team. Because um, I thought our defense sucked in 98. It, it did, you know, for the most part. Um, but, uh, you know, whereas I think the offense, you might say it sucks, but, you know, you do have Bernard Berrien and you got a guy named Adrian Peterson and Chester Taylor. Um, the running game on both sides of the football, the offense and the defense, phenomenal. You know, the run defense and the running offense, uh, top three probably in the league, you know, if not number one. Well, number one, I'd probably say, pretty much. And San Diego has the similar situation, and they're a Super Bowl contender. Um, I'm going to get into that in another show when I start previewing some uh, some of the season. So look forward to that out there, Purple fans. But, yeah, great call, Farzine. And uh, I hope I answered your question to the best of my ability. Hope it came out okay for you. Um, now here on Yahoo, I'm going to check out the Vikings team report. Now there's a little bit of talk about uh, Latroy Gian surprised many when he decided to, en- to enter the NFL draft. Uh, he only started 14 to 32 games in the three seasons and had 66 tackles and 1.5 sacks. His college career ended on less than auspicious note as he was among 36 FSU players suspended for the Music City Bowl last December 31st because of an academic cheating scandal. Sounds a lot like the Gopher basketball team back in the day. You know, probably not nearly as bad or widespread, but, oh, guy, what am I talking about? 36 players. Yeah, it's quite a few. But, yeah, the Vikings, however, selected Gian, or however I'm saying his name. I hope I'm saying it right. Guyan, maybe. In the fifth round last month's draft, Guyan admits that off-the-field matters caused him to make a decision that likely came a year early. When we grew up, we didn't have anything, or didn't have everything, and now we struggle, Gillian said. That was the reason why I came out, because I had family issues in my household that needed to be taken care of. I came out because I felt like my potential and everything 
would be good enough to play in the NFL. And, well, the Vikings agreed with you, Latroy. And um, I personally think it was a solid pick. It's the fifth round. A uh, quick little note here, Guyan, who is six foot four, three oh three, likely will open training camp behind Kevin Williams and Ellis Wims. Ellis Wims, a recent addition from the Sea Chickens, I believe, on the depth chart. Uh, yeah, he'll be behind Kevin Williams and Ellis Wims on the depth chart. He doesn't appear big enough to be considered a candidate to step in and back up. Pro Bowl nose tackle Pat Williams. All right, that's fair enough. Um, well, really quick, ask where asked where Gian might fit. Vikings coach Brad Childress said, "I think we assess that when he comes in the door and see what an what an ideal weight is. It doesn't necessarily have to be 300 pounds. He may move around better if he is 294 or 295. Big is not necessarily better for us." We just want to make sure he can handle the weight that he has. Oh, good point. Good point. You know, from a, a genius coach. No, not necessarily. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, I, I like the move. Not bad at all. He says he has to add 15 to 20 pounds. My body can take it. I've got a big frame and I'm sure that will develop out well. Okay, cool. Sounds like, sounds like fun. Yeah, I mean, um, the Troy Guillen, the guy, I kind of, you know, when I was looking at the draft and read the info on him, yeah, I kind of like the move. You know, he's, he's he's kind of a sleeper. You know, he's not necessarily going to go out and kick some butt, but I think he's a sleeper, and, and you never know what's a guy like him. You just don't. A little bit of quick notes here. The Vikings will hold their mandatory minicamp June 6th through 8th. The team has several organized team activities scheduled this month, and, uh, yeah, it doesn't look like Matt Burke is going to be showing up to any of those because I guess he's at that stage of his career where he's like, I'm a veteran, I'm sick and tired of all this camp stuff. I just want to play football and uh, work out on my own. At with uh, I believe he's working out with Mike Morris, as that's the talk, along with Jared Allen. Jared Allen will be at the mini camps, I'm sure, because I don't think he needs to be holding out anywhere with his contract and his uh, status of being this, uh, you know, still rising star. And uh, obviously his first year here, I don't think he's going to be doing that, but... <laughs> We'll leave it at that. Several Vikings assistants attended a recent coach's symposium. I don't even know what that means. Symposium at which NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell was among speakers. The list includes Vikings coordinators Daryl Bevel, Leslie Frazier, and Paul Ferraro. Running backs coach Eric Bieniemy, the former NFL running back, and a special Team assistant Ryan Murphy Murphy were also on hand. We're happy for you. Uh, now, here's a little side note. Quarterback John David Booty, drafted by the Vikings in the fifth round, had worn number 10 at Southern Cal. Okay, yeah, good luck with that one, buddy. <laughs> that number belonged to Hall of Fame quarterback Fran Tarkington and has been retired by the Vikings. Thus, Booty has decided to go with number four. That's my little brother's number, Booty said booty said so yeah nothing wrong with that obviously you're not going to be uh yeah there is no number 10 on the minnesota vikings he played in the uh, 1970s and t- helped us get to well three super bowls of course he did not play in the 69 super bowl because he was a member of the new york giants at the time after a run in with the uh, first vikings coach back in the day way back in the late 60s so that was some fun stuff Chris Berrien, the younger brother of Vikings receiver Bernard Berrien, is hoping to be part of the U.S. track and field trials this summer in Eugene, Oregon. Oregon, No, Oregon. That's how you're supposed to say it. Chris Berrien runs the 2,000-meter event. 
Alrighty then. Well, that's how that goes at this point. That's the uh, little bit of Viking, little bit of Viking chitter chatter as uh, we're leading up into those mini camps coming up in the next month or so. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. This team. Looking pretty good. Uh, no free agent moves whatsoever since the last show. So um, no major news to report, but uh, you know some 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 talk and obviously some a- analysis from uh, Farzine. It was great to hear from you once again. And uh, I want you listeners out there to please call in and listen to this show some more. Call in, come in, yeah, keep keep listening, obviously, but call in and interact with me. We can have some fun. We can uh, get to know each other a little bit. Of course, the sportstuff.com forward slash boards, sportspodcasters.com forward slash boards. And obviously, you're also the button on the front page of the sportstuff.com. We want to hear from you because it's just going to only make things funner overall. It'll really increase the depth of the show. I hope to have some interviews at some point soon as I get the uh, software headed in the right direction here for uh, my little quote unquote studio. And another quick note before we head to wrap up the show, uh, I'll get to that real quick. It's a Star Tribune article in which Adrian Peterson is talking real big. He's real excited about what's to come. And we'll be right back after a quick little commercial. What's up, everyone? This is Farzine, host of Kansas City Boom on the SportsStuff.com, where we cover the Kansas Jayhawks, the Missouri Tigers, the Kansas State Wildcats, and other local college teams. We also touch on the Brigade, Wizards, Royals, and other sporting events in the heart of America, Kansas City, only on Kansas City Boom. Listen to Kansas City Boom right here on the SportsStuff.com with me, your host, Farzine. I'll catch you on Kansas City Boom. And we are back again. That was the aforementioned Farzine's version of Paladino Live. KC Boom, where he is multidimensional KC sports talk. So check that out, Farzine. Keep up the good work, buddy. Now, a real quick note here. Yeah, this is in the Star Tribune, headline of the article by Judd Zolgad. This was made on May 16th. Um, 2,000 yards, MVP award, Peterson set sights on the highest levels. Wow. You know, I mean, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if Peterson does that as well, as uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, real quick, Peterson's goals for 2008 include a 2,000-yard campaign, an improvement on the 19 catches he had last season, and perhaps an MVP trophy. Uh, the quote, I definitely feel like I can do it, Peterson said Thursday when asked about being voted the league's top player. And the quote again, anything is possible, especially with how my mindset is. I set my bar high. I expect a lot from myself. I'm surrounded by a great group of guys offensively and defensively on both sides, special teams also. So anything, so I mean, oh, excuse me, so it's possible for anything to happen. Well, heck yeah, Adrian, I agree with you, especially with someone with with his talent, with this guy's talent, anything really can happen, and that's why a lot of us are excited. When you got a great defense, and you had a nice wide receiver in Bernard Berrien, you got Sidney Rice getting a year older and wiser, and uh, you know hopefully more talented, of course. Uh, Tavares Jackson a year older and wiser. You know he's not exactly you know Joe Montana or Peyton Manning, but he might end up becoming a solid player. I'd like to see him become a David Girard type player. 
on Jacksonville. I think is a very, very solid football player who doesn't turn the ball over much. Uh, Jackson was very turnover prone last season, but, uh, you know, you never know. You never know. I hope this thing can develop. Uh, real quick, Peterson was on pace for a 2,000-yard rushing season eight games into his rookie year, and I remember that very well. But a LCL, lateral collateral ligament, lateral collateral, Alrighty then, ligament <laughs> tear in his right knee suffered November 11th at Green Bay forced him to miss two games. Peterson said Thursday the knee feels, quote, perfectly fine. So that is great news. Adrian Peterson, yes, he was on course for 2,000 yards. I remember that was, I believe, after that uh, phenomenal, phenomenal San Diego Chargers game where I, you know, my video on there, that is, the, by the way, my all-time highest-rated uh, Vikings video on YouTube and my number two video overall in views with 1,991 views. Phenomenal video. I enjoyed making that. Um, it was a phenomenal, phenomenal day. Uh, I really enjoyed doing that. By the way, check out my YouTube. It is youtube.com forward slash Paladin Joe. One word. Forward, youtube.com forward slash Paladin Joe. P-A-L-A-D-I-N Joe. Now, also on there I do game reviews. Definitely check it out as the number one overall video in ratings that I've done has almost 5,400 views. It is the Gyromite video game review. My game reviews are strictly comedy on there, so I hope. So, yeah, don't expect me to go on there and be doing a speed run like like eight in eight minutes I beat Super Mario 3. Yeah, I'm not bad at video games at all, but the idea is to be fun, not to just say that, hey, look, this game is cool and look how good I am at it. You know, that's just not my style. I like to have fun. Just like on this show, I'm having fun. I'm not on here trying to be the most serious, intelligent dude of all time. You might think I'm good. I think I'm good at what I do, but that's up to you. So, yes, I would like you to check out that website. It would be great. Also, I have a Yahoo Messenger. It is Paladino Live. I'm just going to leave it at that because that is the main dilly for me. Paladino Live, one word, on Yahoo. That is the screen name. Also, Paladino Live at Yahoo.com. Paladino Live at Yahoo.com. Mention your name, where you're from, state your comment, and we can have some interaction. I will read the email on the air as long as it is appropriate. I will be great to have you involved, get involved. That is the slogan here on the sportsstuff.com. We want you involved as much as possible via emails, via the message boards, and hey, even if you like to be a podcaster, Dylan is pretty open-minded. And, um, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure doing these shows. It's been a pleasure being on the sportsstuff.com and working with Dylan along and Farzine and along with others, the other great basketball shows as well, which I just love listening to. But um, that is the bit. And uh, in closing, I'm going to finish up this article real quick. Peterson says, it's something I stay consistent with. I'd be cheating myself if I kind of set it lower. But 2,000 yards, that's my goal. I'm just going to work hard to give myself an opportunity to reach that goal. And, yeah, I can see it happening. As long as Peterson stays healthy, this guy is a ultra threat. He could be better than LaDainian Tomlinson. There is a chance he could be. Um, LaDainian Tomlinson definitely let the Chargers down last year because of injury after injury. It's scary to think of how good the Chargers could have been if, had Tomlinson been healthy last year in the playoffs. They might have, they might, they might have beaten the Giants. 
They might, they probably would have beaten the Patriots and they may have beaten the Giants. So yeah, that's how, that's what great running game does. Adrian Peterson is the kind of player that can get the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, the same team that wears purple and gold and has horns in their helmets. Yeah, this team could finally get back to the Super Bowl. Finally. And I'm not saying that because I bleed purple. I'm saying that with my brain. When you got a running back of this talent level and a defense at this talent level and a solid receiver, you know, if only Tavares Jackson and the offensive line can, can stay healthy and, and play smart, you know, the, the offensive line mainly has to stay healthy. Jackson has to play smart and hit his targets, uh, mainly Barry and Rice. If this, this could really be something, man. I'm telling you, this could be a fantastic season, and we're going to get deeper and deeper into that as the year approaches. Mini camps, we're going to get more into predictions, but uh, right now, I would like to, I'm I'm looking at 11 wins for our squad, 11 wins, and um, that's an honest approach. Uh, you know, 10, 11 wins, probably. Uh, yeah, I have to say 11 right now. You know, we we all like to say 14 and two, and then and rah rah re. You know, we're going all the way, but you know, we don't we don't know that yet. Um, the NFC does not have a team right now that you look at and say, no one can beat them. No one can beat them. You know, uh, Dallas Cowboys got beaten the second round last year by the New York Giants. So I don't fear them like, like I feel like I would have feared the Patriots if we were in the AFC years ago or the Colts or something. But, um, so it's just the way it is right now. Uh, Green Bay, of course, lost a certain quarterback. So they're not going to be quite the same. It all depends on Aaron Rodgers' development uh, and the morale of the team. Not just Aaron Rodgers' development, but the morale of the team. You just don't know. Maybe they'll rally around him. Maybe they'll be just like, man, it just ain't the same here without old Brett. You know, you don't know because morale is a big part of sports. There are some seriously talented teams that go out and finish 10-6 and six and lose in the first round. And there are some teams with limited talent that win championships or at least get super duper far like the 87 Vikings got to the NFC title game you know with a 9 and 7 rec- 9 and 7 record the Giants won the Super Bowl last year with was it a 10 and 6 record good grief man i've never seen anything like it so yeah that's what counts the morale on the Vikings appears to be very high right now um and uh that's why i could see them winning the division pretty easily we're going to get more hot and heavy into the uh the rest of the National Football League, including the North Division, predictions uh, on the standings, predictions on what is going to happen with these clubs. And I'm also going to be joining Farzine on his show for this type of talk within about um, uh, is it early er, early June, I believe, around June 6th or so. So check out that. Check out your Purple Mafia host on that show. as uh, That's going to be a lot of fun. Now, again, I want to thank each and every one of you for downloading. Please, please Check out, please sign up for the message boards. Please message me. Let's get this thing going. And I want all of you to have a great week. I really enjoy doing this show, as always. And uh, enjoy what's left of May. Have a great Memorial Day if I'm not back before then. 